0: listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez Clary. Look at me. This plane is going to Jamaica. Sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and (laughs) theticketfm.com Little cool vibes. Strick,
1: you like this one? Okay. That, that little clip, in case people have forgotten, it comes from a frontier airline that mistakenly took a woman to Jamaica instead of New York. She was supposed to go from Florida to her home up here in the summer. It just happened just a couple months ago. She was supposed to co- go from her, her her winter home in Florida up to her summer home in New York. Instead, without a passport... They flew her to Jamaica, and she didn't. Nobody knew. <laughs> nobody knew until the middle of the flight, and they and she. That's what she said. the The, the stewardess looked at me and said, "Listen to me. This plane is going, going to, to Jamaica. Jamaica, but she couldn't get out of the plane in Jamaica because she wasn't yeah, she didn't no, have a passport, right? Bro. So she had to sit on the plane <laughs> until it
2: was ready until to it leave.
1: was ready to leave again, so that they could fly her <laughs> back. So that they could fly her back to Florida.
2: <laughs> oh, just an absolutely horrible.
1: insane story. That is one. <laughs> but no, it, it, I'm, gets I'm to <laughs> it gets me every time. It gets me every time.
2: How did they miss that? I
1: don't know if. Well, so like I'm sure she was in the wrong a little bit with going to the wrong gate, boarding the wrong plane. Well, that's that's their boarding pass work to Jamaica? But, but, the, but how? Once again, it was Frontier Airlines. Okay. Um. So it's not one of the the bigger corporations. Like they the just Southwest. were swiping the thing. Just and let her go without a passport and wow. didn't realize she she goes i looked out and there was the all nothing but water and i asked the 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 worker like where where's this going and she goes we're going to jamaica or we're, we're going to land in jamaica in about 30 minutes and she goes no no i'm not going to jamaica i'm going to new york and the, the she goes the the worker looks at me and goes look at me uh, this plane <laughs> is going, going to, to jamaica. jamaica and she goes i remember reading the article and she goes there's just no more of a helpless feeling when you're
2: so far up in the air and you can't do anything about where you're going. Is this one of the things where you just take your passport everywhere you go?
0: I don't know. That's, That's too dangerous. valuable. You know what I'm saying? That
2: That's dangerous. So dangerous. But that is, like, I have, I have a, um, actual ID, passport, but okay. it, it, they don't let you do it but only, like, you know, I think you could do it in the Bahamas or Mexico. Yeah. It's 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 a it's a passport that's in the ID form. So I have the actual okay. card form and the yeah. ID form. I have
0: I have the one where it flips up and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the worst part to me about that situation is being so close to a free vacation. And like they won't even let her off the plane into the airport to stretch her legs. She's She's got to stay on the plane. You can't just walk into the airport until the plane's ready. Get back on. Yeah. Well, because
1: technically, it was something along the lines of like the plane is part of U.S. soil. The plane is part of U.S. soil. It had to be. But the Jamaican airport. Is like not part of U.S. soil, right? Obviously.
0: But like, just so. a common courtesy, like, hey, you probably want to stretch your legs, walk yeah, around. It'll yeah, be an hour right. or two. You have security with them or something. Like yeah. clearly, God, she man, didn't world. want to go to Jamaica, so she's not a flight
2: risk. Yeah, but
1: I <laughs> guess they, they found out it. They found a little bit of a problem. So she. Well, here's the crazy.
2: The, here's here's one dynamic that I have, and, and and look, don't don't get your political eyes in in a bunch. Okay, um, you know, I'm, I'm 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 looking at it from this standpoint. Yeah. I was out of the country and coming back, it seemed to me that it was one of the hardest freaking things to do, time consuming, to get back on soil and all of the stuff we had to kind of Mm -hmm. go through and deal with. But yet, you look down on the South right now. (laughs) Yeah. And people, it's a free for all. Like, how is that? To me, it blows my mind how it's so hard for us as citizens to mm-hmm. get back in, but it's just like whatever down there well, right now. So it's actually interesting that you brought that up. So while I was on vacation
1: last week, I, I, I had two of my cousins from San Diego. They live in Lakeside, San Diego. Which is, yeah, sorry, San Diego. Uh, they live in Lakeside, which is about thirty minutes from San Diego, um, San, Di- San Diego. That they're, I mean, fifteen minutes from Tijuana, mm-hmm. right? and they said that they, they had to buy something where they can go in the faster lane to get back into the States when they'll drive from, like, Tijuana back to San Diego. They'll go, they'll go shop down in Mexico a little bit and then mm. drive back. Anyway, they said that they'll, they, have to, they had to buy something for, like, 160 bucks sort of like a TSA pre-check so kind of thing it. that they had to just so that they can take, like, the quicker lane that they still have to wait 20, 30 minutes in. Yeah. Instead of instead of
0: waiting two hours, so it's not like a true Disneyland fast no. pass. No,
2: so no. so it's, that, not
0: like a, it's not like a it's not like a car wash one either. That to
2: <laughs> me just is right one through.
0: of the crazy
2: anomalies. And I'm sorry, I'm jumping into this tangent, but we'll get into the baseball stuff. But fine, we, we got, got, got a few time. minutes. Rico's, we got a few minutes. That's fine. Yeah, we got time. Rico's Rico saving a life, so we're good. so here's the Hopefully. crazy thing. Hopefully, yeah. Down in Texas, they have something that we don't have here yet, and it's called. Uh, tollways yeah okay but then they have also speed tollways which are like you can just take them to alleviate some of the stresses of having to drive in the main traffic and depending on which way you're going north or south during rush hour you get the open toll road and so forth and so on right so the word of it is they pay you as the citizens um it's part of your your bill Mm -hmm. you pay as a as a texas resident Right? Taxes. That pays for the toll road. It's designed to give you some alleviated pressure and so to make it a little bit faster. But let me give you this two things. Once the toll road's paid for, they're still charging you the toll. The toll
1: roads are so wild anyway.
2: Okay. Like The ones in Kansas, they're
1: like 325 Crazy. And I'm going, oh, you're charging me 325 to drive on that this part? road. And you
0: take coins only sometimes. Yeah, exactly. It's 2023. You're right? Take right? a
2: debit card. Take a credit card.
0: Right. There, that, that's
2: one thing. Once it's paid for, you're still paid for the toll. Yep. Two, then everybody begins to get on it. <laughs> And it's just as bad as riding on the freaking main road, and you're getting charged for it. Yeah. So that's that's that just spoke to what you were just strick, talking about.
0: Strictly not a fan of toll roads. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Not a fan of toll well, roads. Where is it the worst in Texas? Houston. Houston. Okay. Houston okay. traffic by far is, is the that worst. why you would never play in Houston? You're a Dallas
2: guy. Yeah. Yeah. Dallas is bad, but mm. Dallas has a lot of dips. Where you oh. you've heard of that song? Dip, baby, dip. Yeah, you can dip. Oh, okay. There's a lot of ways that oh, you off, can okay. get off. There's on. a lot of okay yeah, ways that you can we, kind of go in and
1: other out, ways, weave in and other out, ways, out. streets. Yeah. yeah. Let's uh, let's pause ten seconds for station identification
0: here on the ticket. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. The home of Kansas City Royals baseball. KNTK FM first ninety three seven. The ticket.
1: All right, let's get into a little bit of baseball discussion, gentlemen, because I know you guys, I'm sure, were in tune to the National Championship Game 3, the siding game last night from Charles Schwab Field. Great attendance numbers the entire College World Series, by the way. I think over 24,000 people per game on average, which is really good considering Mm -hmm. the capacity, is around 24,000. So you're around a sellout every single time that that somebody took the field in Omaha. But – you look at how these last two games kind of transpired, and I don't want to overshadow how great this College World Series was in Omaha this last 12 days or so. Just by those two games, right—the 24-4 game and the 18-4 game—in games two and three of the National Championship Series. When you look, I, I once again I tweeted it out. I think I can't remember the day. Yesterday, I tweeted it out yesterday. Eight games in this College World series, eight out of sixteen, half of the games were decided by one run. Yeah. And and it worked out also in a really good time where those games were decided by one run. Because it was at the start of this the College World Series mm-hmm. where you're where people that are casual baseball fans are deciding whether or not they want to stay checked into this series. This mm-hmm. world the College World Series that is. Mm-hmm. And when they see I think it was like five of the first six of the weekend on that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, five of the first six were decided by one run. They're going, all right, this is, this is competitive baseball. And not to mention Austin, we already counted like 14 of the top 38 MLB draft prospects were playing in Omaha the last 12 days.
2: Yeah. Insane amount of talent. Yeah. Also, you got, you got to look at just the records that were set Yeah. on top of that. I mean, that, that's, that's something to uh, think about. Um, You you have three teams overcoming a deficit of three or more runs, which tied the most in uh, uh, CWS uh, since they moved to the Chuck in 2011. Uh, You have, what, Florida hitting 17 home runs, which also Mm -hmm. tied the record that was set by (laughs) who they were playing, LSU, and also USC in 98. And um, (laughs) the longest home run hit in the 12 that were hosted in the new ballpark downtown were blasted by Florida's Wyatt Langford at 456 yards. So, I mean, I, there's more, but th- that's just to speak to why yeah. the people were excited, uh, the teams that were involved, and then there's something that we're going to talk about, um, you know, with regards to, once again, it's an SEC team. We're going to talk about that on the block today a little bit. You know, what, what, what does this mean for SEC dominance, so forth and so on?
0: In baseball and across, you know, other sports as well. Yeah. So we'll get into that. The, the thing about the College World Series, too, is there's something for everyone. Mm-hmm. You had, you know, those bang-bang plays. I think of the, 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 the Wilkin play at third base with the tag as the guy's trying to Superman pass. You think of Trey Morgan the next night, you know, with, with his flip on the button. He had the defense there. You had the pitching showdown between Skeens and Louder. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was absolutely insane. You had the drama, you had the offense. It was a college world series for everybody. And I I get it. We ended up with two SEC teams and, you know, two of the top five teams in the country at the end of it. But they earned their way there. You know, it wasn't like they had a cakewalk through Omaha. So just an incredibly, you know, well-constructed College World Series by whoever the writers were. Well,
1: and, and that's something that we talked about at the Blur events that we were at on that f- opening Friday was you look at just the – from the bigger picture, you look at the eight teams that made the field. You talk about having something for everybody. You had a, a quote-unquote Cinderella, which you can't call them that anymore, in Oral Roberts, right? Mm-hmm. Oral Roberts who made it and, and actually held their own pretty mm-hmm. well in the field. Yeah. You had the teams of, of Virginia who had just – I mean, obviously won a national title, I believe, in 2015 – um, and so Virginia wins that. They're back in Omaha. You have Stanford back for the third year in a row, looking for that elusive national championship again. You have obviously TCU, who who was was has been in the College World Series. Tennessee then, redemption, yeah. Tennessee redemption after not making it after being the number one overall seed last year. LSU is finally back, and everybody knows mm-hmm. how much how much uh, attention LSU brings to Omaha. You had a little bit of everything. New kid
0: on the block in Wake Forest?
1: Exactly. You had a a little bit of everything right from the get-go. And then on top of that, you have the five of the first six games that are are decided by one run just to get you through the opening weekend. And then, oh, by the way, you have guys that are throwing 100 miles per hour consistently on the mound. You have unbelievable talent in the box and in the field. Some coaching mishaps that make some national headlines where you forget – how many mound visits you have, just some weird things like that that go on. And then not to mention, just strictly on the field, an LSU team who was preseason number one, has all the expectations in the world, almost looked like they were going to get eliminated, had to beat the team that took that number one ranking, ranking from them in the middle of the season, had to beat that team twice and do it against Wake Forest, probably one of the best pitching staffs in the country, and had to beat them twice, did so, just to make it to the National Championship Series where they, mm-hmm. they win a tough-fought one in extra innings and then get blown out the in game, game 2, mm-hmm. only to turn around and blow out Florida in Game 3. Great stories. Just unbelievable storyline if you truly yeah. think about it.
0: There's only one thing that could have made the College World Series better. Well, two. What's that? Nebraska being there. And number two, having the draft there this weekend. Yeah. Have the draft in Omaha over the College World Series. We, we've it's talked, better for everyone
1: we've talked about the draft right and, and how many rounds is it now 20?
0: 20
2: 20
1: 20 um that was something i always enjoyed growing up where it was we were able to watch the game whether it was on tv whether it was going to the game and you look at the rosters beforehand to see you know who am i going to see at the one o'clock game today and going all right where'd this guy get drafted ah he was mm-hmm. drafted in the third round by the the the, the pittsburgh pirates great cool he was drafted in the eighth round by the Twins, right? You don't, you kind of lose that. You don't have that anymore. No, and that also gave the ability for some of the the broadcasters as well to have a, a talking point, yeah. right? And some interesting mm-hmm. conversations. Um, like I remember, I, I brought it up to Rico in even the noon. Even if it's fillers, yeah, and like the, mm-hmm. no fillers, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I even gave it, brought it up to like Rico in the in the noon hour where mm-hmm. it was, like I remember Dansby Swanson getting told after their super regional win that he got picked number one overall. Mm -hmm. And like those videos that you get to see, and then that excitement building up around just college baseball, where it's Dansby Swanson, the number one overall pick. Now, granted, we saw what we're going to see in the number one pick in in Dylan Cruz and Paul Skeens and Wyatt Langford, probably the top three picks Mm -hmm. in some order. We saw that over the last 12 days. But you knew it. It was a fact that hey, Dansby Swanson went number one. Mm-hmm. He, and is, he him. is He is going to mm-hmm. be in Omaha, and he gives you an opportunity to go check it out. Yeah, on a space where college baseball a little more intimate, I think, than professional baseball and it's still a better opportunity to maybe you know, be at the hotel and hang out and see them in the lobby and, and stuff like that for fans.
0: And I think it would be better for Major League Baseball, too. The NFL draft, we know how big a deal that is. Strick, we mm-hmm. spent a couple of weeks breaking down the NBA draft and a couple of days after it talking about it. There's no talk about the MLB draft. Yeah. There's yeah. none. So it's for of the... gets mulled over a little bit. Absolutely. And part of that is because it's 20 rounds long. It's hard to say you know, that locked in. I don't know what some of the teams are even doing that late in the draft. I mean, they're probably not locked in, but at the same time, if you can generate as much hype for your first round as uh, maybe not the NFL or NBA, but you got to start trying to catch them, make it an event. If you can give those college guys another moment to either, you know, salvage their weekend after their team gets eliminated or add to the best weekend mm-hmm. of their life, that's awesome. Invite the high school guys. They're prep guys picked, you know, in, in the first round every year. Those are guys that aren't going to go to college and experience Omaha. Give them a taste of the College World Series it's so like, okay, yeah, I never went to college, but being in that environment, I really felt like I got you know a little taste of the experience. Like yeah. kicked my professional career off really well.
1: By the way, guys, we talked – and I don't want to take too much of the, the College World Series reaction from you guys because I know you're going to be talking about that. We were talking about strikeout rate. MLB average is mm-hmm. 22.4% of the time uh, MLB hitters are striking out in the big leagues. Dylan Cruz is at 18%. Wyatt Langford, seventeen point nine percent. So b- two guys that are going to go either one, two, or three, um, with Paul Skeens mixed in there. Two of the guys that are going to be, and that's in their career. So mm-hmm. through three years at the SEC level, they have been they've been that's a seventeen good. or eighteen percent
0: strikeout. If you look up the the strikeout rates for all three of those guys, you'll be blown away by just how low Cruz and Langford is, but also how high Skeens is. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's. I mean, it's they're they're um just so enjoyable to watch and and that's why like this year 352 plus 1000 fans attended the college world series in omaha um exactly. more more people just attended just the the atmosphere and mm-hmm. and come to, came down and hung out. And it was and it was really it chill. was it was good. It was great it weather. Was really, yeah, the weather was fun and, and stuff like that. Um, you obviously have the other the other parts of like the old mattress factory mm-hmm. where where all the younger folks can go, and you have Rocco's with the Jello shots, and you have all this other stuff that has made Omaha and the College World Series now so special. A series like a College World Series like this is what the NCAA envisioned when they when they mm-hmm. built Charles Schwab Field. Mm-hmm. right where it was still the the games are spectacular maybe you have cuz the games were so good from from start to finish from first game on friday to last game on monday the games were so good and still competitive enough to where those 24 to 4 games or even that 18 to 4 game
0: they they're a fluke
1: bad. they're yeah. a drop in the bucket right mm-hmm. the the loss against the loss for lsu who was the eventual national champion the game that they lost to put them in the losers bracket Looks like a, a fluke or a drop in the bucket where it's hey you just dropped one because they came all the way back it like th- it made everything work out so well the last week and a half in Omaha that I don't know if it could have been could have been much better I, I really don't so
2: well,
0: um, what's what's coming up on the show today gentlemen a lot of stuff uh, still a little College World Series reaction to get to yeah. we'll get to some NBA stuff I'm confused by Damian Lillard's motivations mm. I really am I don't know exactly what he's thinking and I I want to talk to Strick about that what the different options are Uh, then a lot of NFL as well Uh, Strick saw something interesting the most quarterback proof offenses in the NFL Uh, what makes an offense quarterback proof uh, and which offenses are those Uh, and then which college football coaches if there are any could jump to the pros Ryan Day maybe
1: maybe not I don't, I don't like the necessarily the move, mm-hmm. but it's been in discussion. All right, all that and more coming up on the block with Strick and Austin. Shout-out to Rico for for hanging out with me for the last hour, two hours or so. Um, thanks to these guys for jumping in as well. For the crossover, stick around on the block with Strick and Austin coming up next. Stay uh, with us, 93.7 The Ticket, TicketFM.com. Rico and I will talk to you at 1 p.m. tomorrow. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work